Welcome to the Awakening Podcast. You can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We're also on BitChute. And this one will be on my personal YouTube channel as well, because I don't think it should be taken down. I do a lot of research when I'm, you know, for the last two years exposing fraud and corruption. Slightly touched on this subject, what we're going to discuss today, but it's a lot deeper than I actually thought. So please welcome Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. Thanks for having me, Roy. Really appreciate it. No problem. So I suppose the best thing is just introduce yourself and kind of let me know your journey starting off, because obviously what we're going to discuss, you can let us know. Sure. Well, uh, my name is Mitchell Nicholas Gerber, and I have been on the front lines as we speak right now, close to the Chinese border exposing a new form of evil, a new form of evil that the world hasn't come to understand quite clearly yet. And this involves an innocent group of people, a spiritual movement called the Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa practitioners, the largest spiritual movement in China, Roy. And everybody who's taken their precious time out to listen to us today, who have been rounded up, targeted by the Chinese communist regime, this reign of terror that controls China, the Chinese government and the Chinese people. And they have created a warlike, brutal campaign to eradicate this group of people, demonize them as some kind of terrorist group, and then send them to state mandated hospitals, cut their organs out of their bodies while alive, on demand, state sanctioned, legally, without any consent, according to the Communist Manifesto in China, unleashing the, the, the military, the secret police, the hospitalization system, the economic, social, and political realms of the Communist Party to cut these people's organs out of their bodies using the state hospitalization system and the military in state mandates and hospitals over 252 concentration camps force them to create products for the multinational corporations to sell in their consumer markets and then sell the organs of these people while alive for millions of dollars fueling a multi-billion dollar business and no this is not some kidney in the back tough story no this is not done before this is never been done on such a scale by a regime that controls the United Nations, controls the World Health Organization, has infiltrated into the governing bodies, working with Charles Schwab at the World Economic Forum, working with Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, the Bindaberg Group, the Satanic Rothschilds, okay, the globalist cabal, that have been harvesting and brutally persecuting these people. And so I have been taking it upon myself for no money, no fame, no fortune, and no name, Roy, for 22 years, still on the Chinese border near the South China Sea in Southeast Asia, trying to raise awareness about this. And that is why I'm grateful to be on your show. And I brought a couple of clips as well for your audience, just to take you through a journey uh, as we go into this. Okay. So I suppose let's go back to the start. How did you find out about it? That's a great question. I was, I was an international business major studying at the University of Georgia in Atlanta, in the south of the United States. I originally come from a Judeo-Christian family from South Africa, living through apartheid, moving in 1995 after apartheid to the United States. 
and I was uh, interning at a prestigious uh, investment firm. I was all about money. I was the president of this and the president of that. And I was, I was going places financially. But one morning I attended on a Saturday, I think Saturday or Sunday morning on May 4th, 2001 at the university I was attending, top 10 business school in the United States at that time, 23 years ago. And I was very moved by these exercises that I'm about to introduce you today, the spiritual movement, namely Falun Gong. Profoundly peaceful, great for spiritual vitality and wellness, incredible for health uh, and stress relief and anxiety relief. And I thought to myself, you know what? I like yoga. I like Tai Chi. I like martial arts. Let me try this Qigong or type of spiritual movement out. I'm not, I'm not interested in the, in the wooey-wooey uh, religious side of it. Uh, I've got, I believe, my own faith. Uh, I believe my, my, the faith is personal in each and everyone's life. No dogma for me, no uh, cultish or, um, or sect type of practices here for me. I just want something very organic and natural. And I was very attracted to practices like this, namely yoga and Tai Chi. But Falun Gong struck me in a way that was very, very interesting because immediately when I started to practice these slow moving exercises of the spiritual movement that took China by storm in the early 1990s, introduced by uh, a simple teacher, Mr. Li Hong Tzu, who is the, a Nobel Peace Prize nominee, five times Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize nominee, and an honorable uh, uh, recipient of many health awards around the world. I took it upon myself to learn these exercises, and immediately, Roy, I tell you, my whole body, I felt down my spine, my energy channels, my, 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 all the blocks in my, my spine were just popping right open. I, helped, I felt my whole body feel free, relaxed, warm, and quite comfortable. And in such a short amount of time, I couldn't believe it was the first exercise of Falun Gong, you stretch the exercise, the bodies, the body. So you, you're expanding and then relaxing immediately. So it's quite profound in opening up the, the blocked, congested channels of the human body, according to the ancient Chinese science and medicine and traditional arts. So I was very intrigued by this. And I continued with the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth exercise in meditation. And after this, I was just so blissed out. I just felt so comfortable, so relaxed. I tried yoga before and Tai Chi and martial arts and nothing ever matched the kind of comfort I felt in such a small amount of time. And that's what really intrigued me and excited me and captivated me. It was like something so small and so simple and so easy to learn was just so profound. So I went back to the booth and I saw, I was starting to learn more about this and the philosophy behind Falun Gong, which is truthfulness, compassion, tolerance. But then on the, on the, on the, on the right hand side, I was, I was quite freaked out or made uncomfortable because they had pictures of stop the brutal persecution, stop the Chinese government from killing innocent Falun Gong practitioners, very similar to what they were doing to the Tibetans to the Uyghur Muslims, to the House Christians and the Catholics. And China has a history of killing under the CCP. So I immediately felt deep inside, wait, I've got to do this. I've got to join the ranks. I've got to go on my own crusade, so to speak, and to do everything I can to expose this evil. Because my family was killed in the Holocaust. They fled Nazi-occupied Lithuania, Nazi-occupied Ukraine to South Africa, and that's where I was born. So I had a 
I, I, you know, I was, I, I lived during apartheid. I was, uh, I marched with, with, with Coretta Scott King, which is Martin Luther King's uh, uh, wonderful wife, the late great Coretta Scott King, in the, in the, uh, the July 4th parades in Atlanta, early on, uh, in, those, in those times in 2002, 2003. It was really a, a wonderful um, expression of human rights. So I always had a heart for this story, and that's when I went on my spiritual journey. But um, without further ado, I know people might not know much about what Falun is. May I play a clip about what this actual exercise Absolutely, is? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just to give some perspective, because I think a video tells a picture uh, that a thousand words can. So here we go. Here, this is what Falun Gong is. Um, again, just to take you on a journey. Here we go. In these times, many of us are searching for ways to achieve overall wellness and health both physically and mentally. Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, is a self-refinement discipline that millions of people around the world have made a part of their lives. It consists of five sets of gentle, easy-to-learn exercises and meditation focusing on self-improvement through cultivating the universal principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. The standing exercises are designed to open energy channels, helping purify the body and awaken wisdom. The sitting meditation helps unlock energies, leading to a tranquil and peaceful mind. Many who practice Falun Gong experience dramatic health benefits, as well as newfound energy, mental clarity, and stress relief. Falun Gong encourages learners to attune their lives to virtuous qualities. More importantly, many feel that in Falun Gong they have found a deeply rewarding spiritual path. Falun Gong is practiced in more than 80 countries in all languages and is open to everyone. It is taught absolutely free of charge in parks, community centers, and through online webinars. There are no commitments, and you can practice at your own pace. So start your path to a more calm and healthier existence. Try Falun Gong today. It might just be what you've been searching for. So as you can see, Roy, this is just a very simple, down-to-earth, easy-to-learn practice. And, and Falun Gong became the largest spiritual movement in all of communist China. One of, out of every 13 Chinese national citizens were practicing from 1992 all the way to 1998. That's between 70 and 100 million people, Roy. No other, no other practice, spiritual movement, Qigong, Tai Chi, martial arts, amplified that kind of popularity and that made the communist regime extremely threatening like very very concerned that you couldn't they couldn't control the hearts and the minds of so many people and the number of people practicing Falun Gong outnumbered the number of people in the communist party by 30 million people so by 1998 after being investigated as the life force of China the medical benefits, the emotional benefits, the spiritual benefits, the physical benefits, the mental benefits of Falun Gong. And, and just on that, because I actually, I hadn't heard of it before uh, researching yeah. for this. And 
there is so much stuff that's available, free courses. And I checked even in Poland, in the city that I'm in, there's all over all over the world, there's people that actually that you can go and do it. And I heard that basically the medical industry doesn't like it because people are actually getting a lot healthier through it. Absolutely. And the investigative research and medical research that the Chinese Communist Party did with its military uh, hospitals and surgeons and I mean, they found that illnesses, ailments, and injuries were just becoming all healed. The suicide rates were just plummeting. The people were living longer, feeling better. The domestic violence rates were going down. Productivity rates in the factories were coming up. And millions and millions of dollars of healthcare costs were being reduced in China. So this was just being, this became the life force of China, Falun Gong, out of all the spiritual movements. However, in 1999, on July 1999, July 20th, the then head of the Chinese Communist Party, Jiang Zemin, unleashed a, a very villainous campaign and brutal persecution, Roy, to round these people up, first demonize them as some kind of terrorist CIA-backed cult, and a deluge of propaganda day after day on all the media vilifying this beautiful, innocent, honorable spiritual movement, namely Falun Gong, as some cult, really poisoned the minds of the Chinese people. They, the communist regime even set up a self-immolation in, in Tiananmen Square. No one's allowed to do that other than the CCP. No one's allowed to film in Tiananmen Square. It's the forbidden city. They did this with five Chinese people, a 12-year-old girl and her mother told them to set themselves on fire and blame Falun Gong as if these people are what they, this is what they do, they kill themselves, they burn themselves, and, it's, and that poisoned the minds of the, of the Chinese people to the point that they turned the public opinion against the practice, just like the Nazis did with the Jews, or the Hutus did with the Tutsis in Rwanda, or in Armenia, or, uh, or in Cambodia, where they wiped up, uh, you know, uh, four or five million people, all the intellectuals, to turn public opinion against and scapegoat innocent people, send them to state-mandated hospitals and cut their organs out of their bodies while alive and sell them as the healthiest organs in the world. And, 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 and uh, Mr. Lee, who founded Falun Gong, his book was a national bestseller. It was, it was a top best-selling book in China. And you would see tens of millions of people practicing this throughout China, the exercises of Falun Gong. But then it was completely outlawed. And I have another clip, if, I, if, if you don't mind me playing. Of course, yeah. To share. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is um, called um, The World Needs to Know. This is uh, uh, from... Um, actually, let me play this one. This is called Organ Hor Horrors from NTD TV. So the question becomes, how has China become the number two transplant country in the world? The place where every other country in the world gets its organs, not available to them. Where, where are these organs coming from? Every day there are a dozen of people that are executed or killed for organs in China. This is run by the state. This was murder and it came from the state. Yeah, state organs is, is certainly an accurate title for what happens to organ pillaging in China. It's done by the state for the state to the benefit of, of participants. And the, the, the secondary goal in it, not the primary goal, is to get rid of so-called enemies of the party, the Falun Gong petition. The numbers grew so quickly from 92 to 99, 70 to 100 million by the government's own estimates. 
its values, truth, compassion, forbearance, were out of sync with those of the Communist Party. So, as you know, Jiang Zemin, the president of the country, head of the party, labeled it a cult and commenced a brutal persecution against its practitioners from mid-1999 to the present day. Falun Gong values are quite real, and they're quite attractive. They actually represent the whole side of China which has been completely suppressed for many years. It's a side of China that most Westerners never see. Official line uh, in terms of repression of Falun Gong, the party is bankrupt them uh, financially, ruin their reputations, destroy them physically. So that uh, the vilification is destroying their reputations, the organ transplants is uh, destroying them physically. There's the physical examinations, the, the blood uh, testing, the organ examination, which have no other explanation than suitability for a transplant. That they had this endless supply of organs available on demand and the only limit was capacity. And so what you saw after 2001 was this huge building boom. New beds, new wings, new hospitals focused on transplants. And, and so that the volume is when the system's operating at capacity increased year by year. So yeah, as you can see, after the persecution, I mean, this is forbidden and banned in China now. You are, it's illegal to practice the spiritual movement in China as of today uh, for 23 or 25 years now, Roy. And when you do, they round you up, they put you in mobile execution bands. The CCP will forcefully blood test you. And then when they find a match, they'll cut your organs out of your bodies. They'll take you out of Camp 5 or Camp 6. There's over 250 concentration camps and over two to 3,000 hospitals. State mandated, turn the doctors into murderers and then sell your organs and fuel a multi-billion dollar business. And the founder of that, is he still alive or what happened to him? He is. He is in New York. They have put a bounty on his head of over $500 million now to extradite him back to China. For what? It, 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 it's sickening because this is a man, this is a teacher that introduced the slow-moving, beautiful spiritual movement, namely Falun Gong, and has been demonized for and labeled as a cult leader. And he is absolutely not. I've Look, I have been around Falun Gong for nearly 20 years. I'm a Judeo-Christian investigative journalist. I hold no stake in any cult. I don't, rip, I don't align myself with, with radical uh, uh, extremists or cultists or people who, who, who hurt people or force people to do something. That's not what I represent, and I will stand against them completely. And there are a lot of cults nowadays that are expanding their evil influence. Let's just be clear on that. With Falun Gong, also like the Uyghur Muslims or the Christians in China or the Tibetans, these are peaceful people that just want to practice their spiritual beliefs in peace and have been targeted for eradication by the Chinese Communist Party. And I'm sure you've heard about the Xinjiang, you know, Urumqi provinces, where uh, the database of Uyghur Muslims have been ethnically cleansed, they've been placed into database, millions of people in, in concentration camps. Same with the Christians, same with the Dalai Lama, with the Tibetan movement, Free Tibet. It's been going on for many years, but not many people have heard about the Falun Gong. And it distresses me and, dism and dismays me because for 24 years, 23 years, banging down, banging on the doors of the multinational corporations, ringing the alarms, sounding the alarms, banging, banging on the doors of the criminal journalists, mainstream media. They haven't said anything. That's why I'm honored to be on your show and I'm honored to be with you because you are a man of principle. Your audience who have tuned in today, even if it's one person listening, 
are, are being taught, are be, not taught, but are being given the truth, clarified the truth to, because not many people learn about this. And the deluge of propaganda against the spiritual movement is, is, out, of, is out of control. Uh, by the estimates of, of the late, great uh, David Kilgore, and you saw him in, uh, in, in the video there, he, he came, uh, I invited him to London, to the British Parliament, to testify, as well as, well as Ethan Goodman, the bald-headed uh, chap, and Dr. Envitotti, and I'll play that in a moment, I've got a clip of that as well. He estimates, estimated a bit, about a billion dollars a year was, was, was um, uh, allocated to demonize the spiritual movement on all the television stations, sent out spies and bribes and payoffs to mainstream Western media outlets to push the propaganda narratives uh, of the communist regime against the spiritual movement and suppress them and suppress the truth. With the Communist Party in China, like when do you think the change happened that it became so evil? I mean, like a lot of people, there's a lot of things going on there, you know, with Tibet and everything. People have seen that. But like from your kind of research, when when did everything kind of change for the worse? That's a very great question. Um, I, I would like to share with you and your lovely listeners this um, incredible publication. I'm just going to put it up for you, if I, if I may. It's called the nine, uh, the, the specter of communism is ruling our world. You see it here, how the specter of communism is ruling our world. The 5,000 years of Chinese culture was destroyed by communism. And communism is the devil, excuse me, is the devil bent on destruction of humanity. And this specter strategies for de destroying humanity started in Europe and then in the East after World War II, when the, when the, when the imperialist forces uh, under Japan, with Japan left uh, after invading, they retreated after losing the war. And then the communist specter exported the revol revolution into the West around the 1960s. It came into China around, the 19, around 1949, 1950, backed by the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and uh, Henry Kissinger with Mao Zedong and then started to infiltrate into the West. And what communism does, it revolts against God, it destroys the family, it sows chaos in politics, it's the communist economic trap, socialism, which is absolute, communist socialism, social, democratic socialism is disguised as communism. It corrupts the legal system, it desecrates the arts, it sabotages education, and it uses the media as its mouthpiece, as well as popular culture, to bring out evil, the worst in people, as well as with terrorism, radical jihadism, Islamic extremism, is all rooted from communism, as well as the communism behind the environmentalism, globalism, communism, okay? So the, the specter of communism, this is a great documentary, the, the Epoch Times, it's free of charge, you can watch it, you can read it, and you can listen to it. But this is the documentary of a publication of publication was released in 2004, and it shares exactly how the communist specter, which is ruling our world right now, backed by the globalist satanic cabal, okay, is, it has, has destroyed and decimated the 5,000 years of divine culture, has killed the spirit that connects the Chinese spirit and heart, like it did in the, in the, in the past, to the divine to godly values, godly principles, and wipe all that, all that, that, that beautiful uh, 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 enrichment 
you know, and, and culture and wisdom out uh, since, since the 1960s and infiltrated into the US and, and, and Europe with the radical Islamification, not peaceful Muslims, I'm not talking about peaceful Muslims, uh, but I'm talking about radical extremists, cultural Marxists, communists that have infiltrated to dismantle the traditional values and, and, and just support and collude with this reign of terror as you see many of the governments, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, Justin Trudeau, the UK government as well, um, as well as Biden and Hunter Biden, but Obama, Clinton, all colluding with the CCP, as well as Lord Palpatine himself, Klaus Schwab. And why do I, why do I relate this to the world is because this is not just an isolated incident. The reason why, uh, Roy, and I'll tell you uh, one more thing, the reason why people need to pay attention to the absolute exemplary courage of the Falun Gong is because the Falun Gong, after being declared war upon by the CCP, this reign of terror, right, that is colluding with all these world governments and world uh, and multinational corporations and have sent out over 2 million spies to infiltrate into the world governments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which has the second largest military, the largest population, the second largest, uh, or if not now, the largest uh, economy, whose slave labor, institutionalized slave labor, has built the economic consumer market of the West for many decades now. The reason why Falun Gong is so important to understand and support is because these people have exposed the very reign of terror that is now in all of our backyards with these draconian principles and policies, with the CCP virus. I'm not gonna say anything about the other thing. Okay, we're not gonna go, we're not gonna get you uh, taken off, okay? But I'm just saying, and their draconian measures, the social credit scores disguised as the mandates, so everything we're seeing now, all these draconian policies are sourced from communist China. And that is the reason why this, what, 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 I'm, what I'm sharing with everybody today and Falun Gong is, is truly important because they are the ones that really, over decades of courage, of decades of courage their resilience, their fortitude to expose this. They've been on the front lines as I have, supporting investigating, monitoring them, being around them. It, it truly is important to understand where they're coming from. I, um, I read the book, The Hidden Hand. I don't know if you've seen that, which, and basically it's kind of telling you about in Germany, like Tony Blair, the whole lot of them, how they're all connected to communism. And, you know, right. the, the, everything is a game. And I mean, I think over the last two years, especially, like, there's way more waking up to what's going on and even what at the moment now all the food plants being burnt down all the you know the energy prices going through it's all orchestrated they want that so that they control you so you're on your knees and then you get a, a pittance of an allowance and you become like a, a slave for life exactly and i just wanted to share with you another video if i may which of i course. think people will find greatly interesting this is from the um, this is from my um my seating in the british parliament we were at a child trafficking court let's just see here let me just see if i can share with you this is such a stone at the international tribunal of natural justice there's me but i want to share with you dr david kilgore uh he passed away unfortunately with ethan gutman but this is at the international tribunal of natural justice uh, inquiry into human trafficking and child sex abuse. Listen to what he has to say. For all the skeptics out there that think that this is still not going, we can't do anything about the trolls and the agents because those people are just lost souls. But I work hard to bring the, 
to get the, 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 the skeptics on, my, on our side. And at this point, the, the evidence of forced large-scale organ harvesting on demand is, is irrefutable. And here we go. Take a listen to this. Projection and comments already made. Uh, there's a related scourge of organ pillaging, which uh, we're speaking to, obviously, today. It's been going on, as you've heard, for about 20 years. In mid-2006, uh, um, the Coalition to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong asked David Matus and I uh, to investigate it. We were both went into it with open minds. We were, I think, both of us hoping it wasn't going to be true, but we very quickly discovered that it was true. And um, there's been reference to 50 kinds of evidence. Uh, we, uh, uh, I was a prosecutor for 10 years, so I should know something about evidence. And we, uh, we came up with a, our report, a revised report, and then a book called Bloody Harvest. Uh, and we've continued to investigate ever since. We've, uh, we concluded that uh, for 41,500 transplants done in the years 2000 to 2005 in China, the only reasonable explanation for sourcing was Falun Gong. Um, here are just two kinds of evidence of the 18 substantive kinds of evidence we found. We, we had people calling to institutions across China, hospitals, prisons, and so on, mostly hospitals, asking if they had Falun Gong organs available. I think you mentioned, Sasha, that, or no, actually it was Robert who mentioned yesterday that Falun Gong don't smoke or drink, they're very healthy, and that's the reason that people wanted Falun Gong organs, and we, we discovered that. And as I think it was mentioned in the film, that only Falun Gong were examined by doctors coming into these forced labor camps. And of course they wonder, why are you uh, examining me uh, when you're torturing me to give up my uh, Falun Gong beliefs? So, uh, and the way it works, of course, is that when uh, somebody arrives when, in Shanghai, the number one people's hospital in Shanghai is where most people go from Europe, uh, they're uh, blood tested and so on, and then they go out on the computer and they find a match for somebody through this testing of Falun Gong, and, and they go out to the camp and they grab the poor man or woman and they give them a potassium, now it appears, and uh, their liver or whatever is taken out, it's flown to to Shanghai, and uh, somebody comes back to uh, London with a new liver, and they're probably told they're getting it from a convicted murderer, although of course they don't want it from a convicted murderer, they want it from a Falun Gong practitioner. But uh, this is just absolutely sick beyond belief that this is happening, and I wonder how many of you, probably all of you are aware of it, but I'm always astounded how many people are not aware that this has been going on since 2000. It's got to stop. And I really think uh, Ethan and Enver will speak about this too. I think we're close to the point where they're going to, where they're going to stop. I just want to play that because it's about an hour long. They haven't stopped. They're continuing. And they're lying. And they're colluding with world governments, multinational corporations, medical associations, the, the Transplantation Society, the Confucius Institute, and, and just criminal journalist media. We have all the documentation. We have all the names, Roy. They, they, they have not stopped. They have ramped up, okay, increased the volumes of transplantation murder of Falun Gong, even more so now, especially with the, with, 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 under the, the, the C word, the C virus, you know, the C19. So the, the CCP had actual websites, 20 websites where they were promoting their organ harvesting trade. 
And they were coming out and saying, no, we were only doing it to 10,000 criminal convicted prisoners. Well, these prisoners, most of them are, are their, their organs are shot to hell. They have, they have, they have, they have uh, contracted hepatitis B, their livers are, are, are grossly uh, damaged. And, you know, people don't want these kind of livers and pancreases and kidneys. So the most vulnerable and largest organ donor pool of victims are the Falun Gong. 95% of the organs in China fueling this multi-billion dollar business where doctors have been turned into murderers, cutting the hearts, the lungs, the livers, the pancreases, the, um, the kidneys, even the, uh, the, the taking the skin and selling it for massive amounts of profit. I mean, let me show, share with you, if I may, hopefully I can, you can see this. I've heard um, the cornea as well. Yeah, they're doing the... Uh... The corneas as well, yeah. Uh, let's see if you can see this. Uh, hopefully you can. This is just some of the prices that we were able to get. This is from stoporganharvesting.org. Corneas, $30,000, $150,000 to $170,000 a lung. Look at, the, look at the prices on the heart, $130,000 to $160,000. This is on demand. This is tourism, transplant tourism, on demand. Okay, reducing waiting times from four to eight years to a matter of weeks to a matter of days. This is a global enterprise started, created by the Chinese Communist Party, and then basically blueprinted into the United States and other places. And I mean, the reality is the way that the Chinese government can block websites and everything, the rest of the world can do the exact same. They could stop that if they wanted it. This is all controlled. This is all organized. And like, I'm assuming there's a load of politicians involved in this. I had heard Soros got a few hearts. I don't know where they came from, whether it's true Rocker, or not. Rockefeller. Rockefeller as well. Rockefeller, yeah. You know, I mean, they're, a lot, they're around so long, you'd kind of wonder as well. You know, there's... Uh, yeah, it's sick. It's sick. And like, I mean, you're fighting this for a long time. The fact that it's still going on is sick beyond belief. Are you seeing any kind of success or any any kind of light at the end of the tunnel? I am. I would love to play uh, a video from the Trial Tribunal, which is really this. The Trial Tribunal has been started. Well, I don't want to get too much into it. I want you to see the video. But they uh, came into being right after we and my coalition at the International Tribunal of Natural Justice gave our uh, testimony. But take a look at this, this to, just to answer your question, what's been done about it? This is from the China Tribunal. Would it be possible in today's day and time that a government would incarcerate a million people, blood test them, get their tissue samples, put that in a database, and then sell their organs around the world? Would it be possible that professional doctors would commit such atrocity to extract organs from a live body? Because it's such a huge and unbelievable crime, it's impossible to accept it at the first sight. Please rise. China Tribunal, final sitting. Sir Jeffrey Nice, QC, and Chair. Please be seated. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the judgment of the Tribunal. 
For over a decade, the People's Republic of China has stood publicly accused of acts of cruelty and wickedness that match the cruelty and wickedness of medieval torturers and executioners. The China Tribunal is being led by Sir Jeffrey Nice, QC, world-leading expert on genocide crimes against humanity. He agreed to establish a, an independent tribunal with a number of other distinguished colleagues and to shine a light on a very dark place. It should be made clear that it gives the tribunal no pleasure to reach this conclusion to which it is driven by evidence and the application of reason and logic together with its appraisal of witnesses who gave evidence. Over 50 witnesses testified. Uh, Ms. Yang, is this your statement? Yang Nuishi, this is your statement? Yes. Are you going to give your evidence in English or in Chinese? In Chinese. I ask you to remember that it is very important to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Thank you. 28 were fact witnesses, and the rest were experts and investigators. So I just wanted to play that, it's also a little bit long, but as you can see, I mean, there's no doubt, irrefutable evidence, and the world governments are still remaining silent. Oh, that issue, oh, is that really going on? Listen, Roy, when you have a, a crime of this magnitude going on by a mass murdering regime that is now controlling four specialized units of the United Nations, has just been voted in by the World Health Organization to, the, to become executive directorship, of the, of the World Health Organization is infiltrated into the multinational corporations. I mean, listen to the bribes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going to First of all, IBM has 25 party units, Pepsi-Cola, 3M, Dow Chemical Company, Marriott, insurance company of MetLife, analytics from Nielsen Holding. I mean, you have 92 million CCP members in the country. Okay, I mean, this is, this is insane. You have 1.95 million uh, uh, people, their ethnicity, education level, and their affiliate party branches. And most of the people on the list come from Shanghai. Okay, these are, uh, not, 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 not to mention, and, I, and, I, and I, wanna put, I wanna pull this up on the screen as well, if I may, look, take a look at this. I mean, this is, the, this is the bribes that have been given to, for example, funds received by American outlets by the Chinese Communist Party. The Time magazine, I believe, $700,000 to push the propaganda. Financial Times, $371,000. The Houston Chronicle, the Los Angeles Times, $361,000. The Globe and Mail, $329,000. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So there is absolutely no doubt the complicity. And actually, uh, it's kind of interesting because um, UK companies, this came out on May 3rd, UK companies now risk legal action if they are linked to forced organ harvesting trade in China. There was a new law that was passed in the UK banning people from traveling to China as well as other countries to buy an organ for transplant due to ethical risks. Now, Israel also did that in 2008, Taiwan, and uh, I believe Italy. Scotland is coming up as well in, their, in the Scottish Parliament to also do this as well. But that's, that's four or five countries out of how many countries? So you can see the amount of money. And, the, and, the, and, and, and there's a saying, human extinction before loss of profits. It is so sick. And like with the witnesses then, because I, I've heard some of the videos that I was looking at that people could hear people screaming and stuff like that, but perhaps maybe just tell some of the stories because 
this is new to a lot of people and just to kind of like i mean we we know it's it's 100 happening with all the tribunals and everything that have been done but which are with, with all your research and everything the different people that have actually come out and said what they've witnessed you might kind of give us one or two uh, of them what, what what was going on absolutely i mean the brutality over 100 torture methods throwing female practitioners of Falun Gong, pregnant women into cages with criminals and then paying the criminals to rape and brutally persecute Falun Gong petitioners. The, the torture methods, I mean, putting people in cages and then just dousing them in water for, 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 for two or three days, making them sit in horrific poses, the rapes, the, 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 the forced abortions, the hanging the people upside down to, give the, to, to make them give up their spiritual beliefs. Uh, the taking away of their children, the marriage licenses revoked, uh, assets completely frozen, organs just taken out of the bodies. And um, I have a clip as well from an award-winning documentary that has an actual doctor, because what happened is, is that the World, World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong did a, um, a investigative uh, phone calls, at least 17 phone call investigations calling the doctors and the presidents and the military generals in the military hospitals and in the state mandated hospitals and got them on record saying that, yes, because they, they acted, pretended to be buyers and they wanted specifically fresh Falun Gong organs. And the doctors are like, yeah, no problem. Absolutely. We, are, we have quality control. We just pick them out like a lobster out of a tank. So I want to play that with you, and um, it's quite frightening. Here, let me, let, me, let me share this with you and your lovely audience. And you can even see the websites. By 2000, Falun Gong practitioners were disappearing into labor camps in mass numbers. At the same time, Chinese hospitals began... Hospital, hospital uh, web pages. ...began promoting their organ transplant expertise. Browse to the website, international patients, come to China and get your organs. Very cheap, very good, on demand, fresh. Take a look. Yes. I'm uh, David Madith, and with me is uh, David Kilgore. We've been asked to investigate allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China. Uh, David Kilgore is a former member of parliament and former cabinet minister for Asia Pacific, and I'm a, a Winnipeg lawyer uh, doing immigration, refugee, and international human rights law in Winnipeg. And we have uh, now uh, done uh, our investigation and we're producing this report. And I didn't know whether it was true or not. And so uh, my task initially was to try to figure out a, a way of approaching the issue so that I could either prove it or disprove it and not just walk away and say, I don't know. The number of executions in China varied widely depending on who was counting. But Matus says no matter which number he used, the number of executions and the number of organs didn't add up. The transplant volumes increased substantially uh, after the persecution of Falun Gong began. And I mean, there's a lot of other evidence, but the, the most likely explanation for the increase is, is the Falun Gong. We pursued every investigative trail we could find. In the report, you will see that there are 18 different avenues of proof and disproof we, we considered and evaluated. Our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true we believe them to be true, that this uh, harvesting is indeed happening. Maida says what made Falun Gong organs especially attractive was the practitioner's healthy lifestyle, 
They do not drink or smoke. On many of the recordings of phone calls made to more than 100 Chinese hospitals, doctors assure callers that transplant organs are from healthy Falun Gong practitioners. They're basically just saying there, could they pick out uh, the organs and they're healthy and all this. So. Yeah. Like a just for those listening, from, yeah, just for those listening. For those listening, yeah, it's just the doctor was just saying from the from the investigator who was calling him to get the organs that uh, you would just pick them out of uh, like a, a grotesque wrist bone out of a, out of a, a tank and just cut the organs out of the bodies while alive. Yeah, covered mm -hmm. up. And like because of because I know that one of the tribunals or one of the thing with Sasha Stone it was talking about mm -hmm. child trafficking as well. Like were they because I know this. I mean the number we're given is like eight million. Like have they been? Have you witnessed that as well? Have you come across a lot of the child trafficking? I uh, was uh, one time in about two years ago. I was on the Alex Jones show uh, in America, and two special ops who were in where I am, close to the Chinese border, training uh, and helping the child trafficking here because they've got a lot of experience, you know, especially with what they've been doing, two special operators. And they saw my interview, they contacted me, and we had coffee, and they said to me, look, I want to invite you on a child trafficking uh, raid we're going to conduct uh, in a couple of days. And I said, sure, because these are certain... You never get a second chance to make a first impression and only these kind of opportunities come in a lifetime. So I said, you know, they said they were very impressed with what I did for 23 years, exposing the organ harvesting uh, of the Falun Gong. It's an absolute tragedy. I sat down with the FBI as well when I received my death threats in Atlanta, Georgia, where the FBI and the CDC are all located, and Coca-Cola, by the way, as well. A very strategic position, Atlanta, Georgia, in the south of, of, of the states of America. And I sat down with the FBI when I received my death threat and they fully knew all about what was going on. They actually treated me to lunch. I had lunch with them. And since then, I've been continually exposing this. And then I came to Southeast, China, South, uh, East Asia, Thailand, Cambodia, uh, Vietnam to expose this. So they, we went on a child trafficking raid and it was quite profound because there were boxes in that warehouse where we raided. And the Guan guy who invited me told me to go to the box because the trap trafficker at that time said that he was, they were about to, in the morning, ship this to China, okay, in the skies of products, you know, because there's a certain trade between China and, 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 and where I am. And basically, I went to the box, opened up the box, and there was this five-year-old child from the border of China because there are a lot of very, very poor ethnic tribes, the Hmong, the Dao, they're very, there's about 54 ethnic tribes around the border of Vietnam and China, okay? And um, they sell their children. They have about seven or eight children. They're encouraged to have their children and sell them, but some of them don't want to sell their children, you know, obviously. So um, there was this five-year-old child that was cellophane up, gagged and, and, uh, and um, blindfolded, shivering, so I took the cellophane off her, I cut the cellophane, I took the, 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 uh, the blindfold and the, um, the, the, the gag out of her mouth and I, and I picked her up and I held her and I embraced her. And the thing I remember the most, Roy, was 
she stopped shivering because she felt safe. And that was one of the greatest times of my life to see. So that was one of the, one of the experiences. And also hearing at the charge trafficking court where you saw us testify in front of the British Parliament for three days uh, with Sasha Stone and, and the David, Robert Davis Steele, who was former CIA and other uh, humanitarians there and the British Parliament themselves, you know, and parliamentarian members. We heard the accounts and the testimonies from the from uh, uh, MK Ultra victims and the elite banker, the Dutch elite banker Ronald Bernard, who talked about the child sacrifice. That in order to really be in that echelon of elites, the, the, I mean, the, the elite of the elite of the elite that runs everything, you would have to commit child sacrifice. Because then they will know that in everyone in that crowd, if you if you scream, squeal, you can't squeal. Basically, it's 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 a it's a rite of passage to sacrifice a child, to rape a child, and to kill a child. You wouldn't do that. So then he was stripped of all these titles, and he's been he's been on the run since then. I've also had the privilege to God. God works in mysterious ways. You know, I I come into all kinds of people in my life. There was a survivor from Epstein's Island that I raised money for, and she had a testimony about the satanic abuse and the rituals in the Rothschild family, because she was from the Rothschild family. And now she works with, I bridged her into communication and, and connection with Kathy O'Brien, the presidential escort, that she's very deeply involved in exposing child trafficking and satanic rituals and abuse at the very high levels of the echelon elites and celebrities and war governors and eccentric politicians who, have, who are sick and twisted enough to do this, um, involve themselves in this evil and this pedophile, pedophilia, as well as Sasha Stone. So I haven't heard from her. Like I said, I raised money. I raised about $1,400, $1,800 for her because she was completely on the run. And I used Clubhouse as a platform, which now I'm suspended from because I got very involved in, in exposing the satanic elite I've been banned off YouTube. I've been shadow banned from Twitter. I can't even get a professional account. Like I said, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm close to the Chinese border. So at any time I could be taken out, any time I could be killed, because the Chinese Communist Party has sent out spies and assassins to take care of people like me, to silence people like me. But again, I'll tell you one thing. To fail to support the good and to fail to expose evil is unacceptable, my friends. And I would gladly give up my life as an honor to the testament of what is a man who cannot make the world a better place, who would rather sell his soul for a piece of gold. And that's what a lot of these people have done. And silence is complicit to murder. And I have to step forward. And that's why I thank God for you and your lovely listeners. And before I leave, I would love to share maybe one more clip and a couple of websites people can go learn about Falun Gong, maybe try the exercises and sign a petition to expose this vile, brutal persecution and new form of evil that is organ harvesting. Just just on what you've just said, because I like it was something I kind of stayed away from for a while because you know I, I, I knew it was another rabbit hole, but as one guy said to me, like by you know if you're turning away, that like all the children that it is just unbearable like i've seen videos of all actors singers 
at parties where they had cakes that were made of bodies that were blood. There was babies on the table. Like they, I'm convinced every actor, every politician is involved in this. We know about Jimmy Savile. We know about uh, Heat, about all, Prince, all, all the royalty, the, the whole lot. Of, I mean, you just look at the Epstein log. It, like, I don't think you're famous today unless you've gone through this whole system. And I, I know you're going to play this. And just 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 before we do, because my research looking at a lot of this, I'm convinced that we have a lot of controlled opposition. And there's a lot of people that are actually following the wrong people thinking that they're on our side. But I can just see that it ain't adding up. There's a lot. And I'm just wondering from your research, what, what what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, this is the great deception. Everything is not all it actually is and what it seems. So you have to really be careful. The sermon is so important. And that is what the satanic cabal that has been using the communist specter has been doing. They have been intentionally dismantling the ability to discern what is right and from what is wrong. And weaponizing the mind through, through weaponized propaganda, media, neurologistic programming, emotional manipulation to dumb down and disinform and misinform the population and demonize the real inform information which, we were, which I'm presenting to, to you today. But again, you know, everyone has a choice. Everyone has a responsibility to stand, Roy, on the right side or the wrong side of destiny. And God is watching. The heavens are watching intensely. And, and to see who, has, who steps forward and who doesn't, who colludes and aligns themselves with the communist red devil and who fights against it. And those who fight against it are stripped of their titles, stripped of their money, hunted down, demonized. And those who, again, who are pretending to be these patriots, but yet are spies and minions to the devil. Well, they're going to have a hard time in their futures because what comes around goes around, and we really are in divine time. And I'm not trying to go biblical on you, you know. What I mean, I'm not. I'm not a, a devout, you know, a religious person. I'm a spiritual man. I do believe in the Creator. I do believe in karma. I do believe that there is a good and there's a bad. Very similar to the Star Wars uh, trilogy, the Sith and the, and 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 the uh, and the Jedi, you know. And the Force has has two sides. So which side of destiny does this person or this, or this sentient being want to stand on? Because, you know, I, I, I remember there's a, uh, there's a, there's a uh, let me see if I have the, uh, the, the quote. I, I would love to share it with you before I, uh, I, uh, we, 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 uh, we continue. But it's from, um, here we go. This is from uh, Kingdom of Heaven. I, I, I enjoy the movie. I, it's one of my favorite movies um, from Ridley Scott. Uh, regardless of Hollywood and, the, and, and everything like that. But this, this made sense to me, that a king may move a man, a father may claim a son. But remember that even when those who move you be kings or men of power, your soul is in your keeping alone. When you stand before God, you cannot say, but I was told by others to do thus, or that virtue was not convenient at that time. This will not suffice. Remember that. You know, where are the William Wallaces, Roy? Where are the Joan of Arcs? Where are the Queen Bordicas? Where's the General Aurelian? You know, William Wallace was torn limb from limb. From limb. 
the massacre on the Scottish and the Irish from the English king, Longshanks, you know. Uh, it, it, you know, but that doesn't mean that all British people are bad. That doesn't mean that all, uh, you know, Americans are horrible because of what happened. This narrative of scapegoating and demonizing innocent people comes directly from the communist manifestos ploy to weaponize factions against each other, weaponize black and white people together against each other to incite hatred, to incite violence. And all communist nations have taken away the guns from law-abiding, God-fearing people. And that's how they, they, they do two things. They, the, the communists and the communist specter will dismantle the true discernment of the individual. And second, they'll render them defenseless. So when they miss, when, when, with an ill-informed and a ill-armed populace, you are, you are, you are dead in the water. You are fresh pickings for, 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 for tyrannical control. And that's exactly what every communist nation has done. The only reason why America hasn't fallen is because they have their Second Amendment. I'm an American citizen. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in the process of learning how to renounce my American citizenship and become an American national. It's a difference. The American citizen is owned and operated and controlled by the American corporation, which is the globalist communist cabal that has treasonously hijacked the American national constitution from the founding fathers. And once you rescind from the federal agents to the sovereign national, you are no longer in the jurisdiction of these treasonous scumbags. So that's what I, I, I wish no, all of you are 100% right, because that's something I'm really researching and, you know, sovereignty, UCC, common law. And uh, in America, uh, Judge Anna von Reitz is very good for that. And she explains how the infiltration, how it's done, where basically slaves were treated as an entity and not as the living soul. And I, there's like, I'm even noticing just from my videos that go out that on the YouTube ones, because obviously they're okay. There's so much engagement in them. People are really interested in, like I done a, a course with BB Bacchus and there's other stuff that I'm doing. I'm surrounded by people. And I'm seeing people getting out of the system. It ain't that easy. It's slow. But as soon as you learn something, like what I've learned is don't sign anything. Because as soon as you sign something, you're basically saying, I'm giving up my authority. I accept what you're doing. And I'm playing with it at the moment because it's not something you can just do overnight. But as soon as you learn and you, you learn about, like, we don't own our cars. We don't own our house. We own nothing. And nobody realizes it. And, and when you start researching it and you go, whoa, whoa. But the fact that you're going down that road, I think that's how we're going to do it. The more people that do that, we kind of take over at local level, each person taking over their little towns, their cities, because they need all the minions to do this and, and they can't operate otherwise. And like, I, I love what you're doing. I mean, you're fighting this for a long time. And the fact that you've had death threats and you just said, no, I'm keep going. You know, I commend you for that. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Roy. Are you, are you, where are you from originally? I'm Irish. From okay, so you are not. So they try. They 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 they, they, they try to put the Irish and the, and the Scottish uh, under the property of the crown. That's right. And that's why you have a job to do too, to become a living soul. You know, your own your own living soul. Uh, and uh, like uh, I've looked at a load of. Uh, I I read a lot of history books and everything, and the whole lot is like everything is between the. Uh, 
the Washington, the Vatican, and the, the, the London. It's like the whole lot is controlled. But we can get out of it. We can get out of it. You know, they made the little most... loopholes for themselves, and uh, yeah, and it'll go against them. You know, one of the most amazing movies I ever saw as a young man was In the Name of the Father. There was, I'm sure you can talk about the NRA, the IRA, the IRA, a little bit later, but uh, yeah, forgive me. And and, and how the, the, the I mean, the Irish and the Scottish, they were they were massacred by the crown, by the English, by the English kings, particularly Longshanks. And God bless William Waller. I'll never forget the, the movie. I don't know how accurate it is, but it made me really touch me deeply. One of the reasons why I went on, why I went on my my crusade basically to expose the CCP was Braveheart, Mel Gibson's Braveheart. What an amazing movie, you know, and Robert the Bruce actually betrayed William Sir Wallace, but then he came back and he won the war against the English. But I, I also heard that William Wallace's sword is like about seven foot, seven foot tall. It's, it's, it's huge. It's very, very, very big. Is that correct? I'm not sure if you've seen I, it. No, I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm. I don't know. What, what I do know is that like the first slaves were not black, they were Irish. The English were actually doing it. And what I've uh, investigated from uh, somebody that had done super research is we were told with the famine that, you know, half the population, you know, there was two million emigrated, two million died. And what happened is it was the British army came in and they basically took all the roofs off. If, if, if they evicted somebody, you weren't allowed going to somebody else's house. They basically destroyed the whole country chopped down all Absolutely. the trees and everything destroyed and, yes exactly and prima nocta was at, on the first night of uh, an irish wedding the, the noble the, the lord the english lord would have her as a basically a gift i guess you can say so the irish weddings and the scottish weddings would be you know in uh, underground it was it was quite profound i mean what they did to irish in, in the scottish but I always love being with the Irish and the Scottish. What I mean, amazing, amazing people, especially when you get the Scots and the Irish together. What a party you have. My goodness. Real men wear kilts. Real men, not dresses, you, you know, but real men wear kilts. And you don't want to mess with the Irish. The Irish and the, and the Scottish are real, are amazing fighters. I've, I've, I've known a couple of them and they... Like from my, I mean, I know nah. people all over the world. There's a different mindset with the Irish and the Scots. There's, there, and they know that they're, they're because, like in Ireland now, they're destroying the country. The country it is so bad what they're doing. Oh, but I'm seeing people. There is people, you know, but they're shatter band like us. They're removed from YouTube. But there is plenty of people that are actually fighting this. And you know, yes. some people are thrown in the towel. I think, oh, this is we game over. No way. There's a lot more of the good guys out there. A lot more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all these people who are pretending to care about uh, Irish nationals and, and Irish culture, they're all a bunch of uh, uh, controlled opposition. Like you said, these people are treasonous, they are traitors, they are minions to this new world order, and they must be fired and, and, and imprisoned for, this, for their incidents. There's not one party in Ireland because I've looked at all of them. You know, you Sinn Féin, in, in power, no, what we had, you've the left and the right, you know, in most countries, they came together and they have the Green Party as well. And then you have the opposition, which is Sinn Féin, which is kind of, you would think kind of IRA background, but none of them, they were all going along with the narrative and everything. They're making it look like one is against the other. 
they're all in the same boat. They're all, oh. uh, you know, so people, you stop looking at a politician thinking he's going to save you and who we vote for because they're not, they're all infiltrated. I mean, I, you might get the odd speckle that manages to get through that's trying to, you know, shine a bit of light. But uh, my experience, and I've looked at a lot of them, there is very, very few of them. That's why we are the resistance. We are the ones that expose the truth and stand by what is right. And, um, you know, I would love to play one more, one more uh, just to bring it full circle, and then I'll give you some websites and we'll call it a day. And I'd love to come on your show another time just to update you because it's just been such a wonderful and, and as I mentioned off, off thing, but just for those listening, I'll make sure that you'll come on to the Freedom Broadcasters live show as well with a yes. group of podcasters, which will be, you know, that you'll be able to, you know, people can listen to more of what you're doing. It, Exactly. So here's, uh, I was in, uh, in, in the studio, I was working with a certain amount of people that we had to disguise ourselves as a media company. We did this video, I just wanted to share it with you. Uh, there's two typos, forgive me for that, but um, uh, we just rushed it through before our offices got completely shut down and we had to go into hiding, basically a lot of us had to go in, you know, uh, underground. But um, this is what we produced. Uh, this is called the genocide of a lifetime. There are no human rights in China, and the most outrageous example of no human rights in China is killing a peaceful community of Falun Gong practitioners and, uh, and Uyghurs who are Muslims and Tibetan Buddhists and Christians, house Christians, for their organs, kidneys, livers, and so on, and then selling the organs to wealthy Chinese or foreigners, and the people are killed in the process. The belief that I have, <clears throat> I share with David Kilgore, that organ harvesting is widespread in China and it is restricted almost exclusively to Falun Gong practitioners. The Falun Gong are to the Chinese regime of today what the Jews were to the Nazis during the war. And we should all take note of this and look at China with new eyes. There's no evidence that Falun Gong is a cult of any sort. There's no evidence um, of, of political action to try and bring down the Chinese government. Um, there's no evidence of anything other than a, a deep desire to be left alone to practice um, their spiritual beliefs in peace and to not be locked up and murdered. David and I have met Falun Gong practitioners in probably 50 countries. Or even more, maybe. Okay. All walks of life, all... Uh, ages, all backgrounds, all education, I've found them to be a wonderful group of people. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with any of that. I mean, uh, Falun Gong, uh, uh, first of all, it's not even an organization because it's a set of exercises with a spiritual foundation. Yeah. Everything's on the internet. You don't pay anything. You don't sign up to anything. You can start whenever you want. You can stop with it whenever you want. You don't even have to tell anybody you're doing it. You can, their principles are, are, are very simple and ethical. And, and I mean, all of that is true. So, you know, with all that being said, I mean, where can people learn about this, Roy? I mean, maybe I could just share a couple of websites before. Absolutely. For people. Yeah. For, um, I know there's people listening, so I'll explain it step by step. For those who are watching, this is the website you can go to learn about this beautiful spiritual movement. I really implore people to learn about this, especially if they're anxious and they have a lot of anxiety. 
we're really in, in, in uncertain times now where the, uh, you know, people are really feeling down and in despair and depressed and, and stressed out. So what I found so many years ago that this practice called Falun Gong really rejuvenates the spirits and brings the mind and the body in alignment with positivity and goodness and health and comfort and takes you out of that stress and anxiety, uh, to say the least. So for those who are watching, uh, learnfalungong.com learn falun f-a-l-u-n-g-o-n-g.com learn falun gong.com you can try it today it's free of charge everything is free there's nothing you pay for for the body mind and spirit it increases energy vitality as i said boosts the immune system it achieves focus achieves focus and clarity and for the spirit a harmonized spiritual wellness you can sign up to a, to a free webinar as well you can you can watch some videos these are the exercises right here. The first one you use, it's called Buddha stretching a thousand arms, where you use gentle stretching movements to open up all the energy channels. And then you have a second, third, fourth, and fifth one. And again, it's really beautiful and profound. Now, the second uh, website I want to share with you, can you see this, Roy? Yeah. Or no? Oh, you can, is, can you see stuff? Uh, how could how this happen? Could this happen? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Okay, this is what I love about Zoom because you can just move it unlike the other platforms. Um, this is stoporganharvesting.org. Um, here's all the evidence as well to talk about why this is going on. When you go to the beginning uh, website, which is in, in the introduction, the, the first page, stoporganharvesting.org, there's a really good video called China Billion Dollar Murder for Organs from endtransplantabuse.org. Um, and I'll get it, I'll share their, their website in a moment. But again, here's um, all the links. This is stoporganharvesting.org. Now, for all the skeptics out there, this is mainly for the skeptics, for the lawyers, for the accountants, for the doctors, and for the investigative journalists. endtransplantabuse.org. That's with one T. Now, just end transplant abuse.org here are all the investigative reports this what we're seeing right now is the china tribunal this is the independent tribunal into, into forced organ harvesting which has unanimously examined all available evidence and in order to determine what criminal offenses if any have been committed and they have actually said you know to, they've, they've concluded that china in, that in china forced organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience have been practiced for a substantial period of time involving a very substantial number of victims. And you can watch and view the challenge tribunal judgment here. Also, you can also check out the slaughter, Ethan Goodman's book, uh, The Bald-Headed Man in the video. This is Ethan Goodman. His, um, uh, you can read the slaughter and you can buy, uh, buy it on Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. You, you don't have to really, uh, um, buy it, but you can just see it over here. This is all, you can read chapter one, and you can also go to the investigation, the 2016 investigation, the updates, and this is all the table of com uh, um, contents. You can download the full reports and addendum. You can download here in, in many different languages as well. And this is the authors are David Mattis. These are the, these are the men: David Mattis, Ethan Gutman, and uh, David Kilgore, as well as what I would also concern myself with is the coalition if you go to the video section the coalition roundtable this is also great uh, and you've got documentaries as well of course but the coalition roundtable 
includes all the investigative journalists, as well as Anastasia Lynn, who is Miss World Canada, two times running, okay? And you can watch the complete series, free of charge, investigative reports with Matthew Robinson, who's an award-winning documentary, uh, and award-winning investigative journalist. And they sit around the, the, the round table talking about the victims and the numbers, the, uh, uh, the suppression by the CCP, and the legislation of advocacy. There's absolutely no doubt this is going on, as I said. And the first of the part one of four is the investigative reports. And, uh, you know, as it, 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 they, they sit around the, the table and they just discuss it uh, in 15 minute segments. Now, what I would also continue to recommend is this is chinaharvest.org. These are the findings, the history. People, if you really want to go down into the history of organ transplantation in China, as you can see, it started in the 1960s and came all the way, all the way now, all the way to 2016 where three independent investigators jointly published a 680-page update report on the on-demand nature and scale of organ transplantation in China, finding that the transplant volume is far larger than China's official claim. And it all started in the 1960s and really ramped up in July 1999 on the persecution of Falun Gong. And the myths and the facts, the global response, I would also recommend endccp.com. NCCP.com gives us an incredible account of all the CCP's uh, reign of terrors uh, what, what, uh, and, and, and their campaigns to expose evil, uh, to, 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 um, to, to, to do evil. And, and this is exposing evil for what it is. And I just wanted to share with you this website because this is uh, sponsored and created by the, uh, the Global Service Center for Quitting the Chinese Communist Party. And throughout the decades, the majority of the Chinese people were fooled or forced into joining the CCP and its affiliated organization, Roy. And in quitting the Chinese Communist Party movement, this is called the Tweedung movement, from 2004 up until now, over 397 million Chinese people have made their announcements for quitting the Chinese Communist Party and rebelled and revolted against its affiliate organization in China. That's why they've tried to lock down in China the millions of Chinese people and sent them to quarantine camps, detention centers, forced labor camp centers and systems, and the hospitalization system has skyrocketed. And so that's why you're having this massive, massive uh, lockdown, so-called for the, uh, the, 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 the virus response, which is absolutely ridiculous. And um, so with this being said, and coming on your show, I hope I have been able to clarify to people and get them understanding about this and what they can do again, just to learn the exercises in this incredibly stressful time is amazing. And you can go to one of the websites I mentioned and maybe sign a petition because the pen is always more mightier than the sword and voicing your support to expose this evil and support something as beautiful and as honorable as Falun Gong just shows where your heart is in life. So with that, Will, uh, uh, Roy, I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you for letting me come on your show, and uh, I look forward to the live presentation soon enough. Perfect. Thank you very much. And I'll make sure all the links that you've done there, I'll put it uh, in the show notes, both the audio and the video. And for those that are actually listening, I'll have both uh, the, the YouTube 
and the BitChute channel so that you can actually, and I'd encourage you to look at it because the videos that you look at it, it kind of, you know, picture says a thousand words basically, so it is worth looking. But uh, listen, I thoroughly, you know, appreciate what you're doing, the fight that you're doing. We need more people like that. And definitely, as you get more wins, come back to me and I'll, uh, as I said, we'll get you on the Freedom Broadcaster Show. But thank you very much. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do this again. Thank you, Roy. God bless you and your lovely uh, audience. Thank you. So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. As mentioned, we're on BitChute and YouTube. Sure to subscribe, give us a thumbs up, share with your friends, especially this one. People are being murdered. We don't need to happen. The world is uh, is beautiful when you open your eyes and you find the right people, and we have to stop this atrocities around the world. So until next week, take care. <laughs>